What is up guys and welcome back to the Insiders podcast. So basically today we're doing the shorts version um, in which we do probably around 20 minute segments with different guests about different topics and today I have um, a friend from school, Rayan Kamal. So Rayan, would you like to introduce yourself, tell us you know, what you're up to nowadays, um, how we met and um, if you're at uni etc, what you're studying. All right. Um, so as you heard, my name is Rayan Kamal. Um, I am an Imperial medic, second year. Uh, I first met Cheyenne in year nine when he joined Kez. So that was a interesting uh, opportunity to meet someone new. Um, and as I mentioned, so I'm studying medicine. Uh, and that's... So, um, Go on. You're in second year, right? Yes. I'm just asking, right? Obviously, I know you're in second year. I'm just letting people know. Um, so, in terms of, we did we meet in year nine? Yeah, I think in, so. You were in UMK, and I was in UMB, yeah. but like oh, okay. we still interacted. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I think the most we interacted was in when we joined CCF together. Yeah, that's true. Was that that's not year right, nine as well? That was year ten. That was year ten. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's when we started getting closer. But anyway, Ryan, so um, what's the topic you're bringing on the table today? So the topic I'm bringing is, are iPhones uh, overhyped? And when I say iPhones, I mean, I don't just mean iPhones. It's more like, are, is Apple as a whole brand overhyped? So are mm-hmm. their Macs overhyped? Are their, you know, their HomePod or their Apple Watch? But I think we'll oh. focus on um, their iPhones for today. Fair enough. And in terms of so, in, in terms of Apple products, do you own any? Yeah. So very recently, um, I got an iPhone and an Apple Watch, uh, and enough. obviously okay. university gave us an iPad. So that was oh really? Yeah. That's cool. As in the the latest iPad as well. Or? Um. So when I got it, it was like one generation behind. It was just the simple oh. iPad, so not the iPad Air or the iPad Pro. But mm-hmm. you know. That's lucky. Our university doesn't even give us a lab coat, let alone an iPad. <laughs> so uh, that's a plus. But yeah, so, okay. So what's what's your opinion then on just generally is Apple overhyped? No. I think I'm going to be straightforward. Is Apple overhyped? No. In my opinion, I think Apple are doing a fairly good job. Um, mm-hmm. When you look at like competing brands, Samsung in particular, you realize that Apple are actually ahead of the game in many aspects. So some of their like their production lines, so how they mm-hmm. produce their chips and their actual phones, I think they're ahead of the game there. Um, but in other aspects, like in terms of features, um, they're a bit behind. So Samsung have a wealth of features and they have a phone at every price range, ranging from 100 to yeah. 1,400 pounds. Um, wow, okay. Yeah. Because they do say I have um, a lot of Android users will call them just to generalize them. <laughs> a lot of Android users obviously have they have very similar arguments constantly against Apple. And one of them is that Samsung does sell more phones than Apple. Mm-hmm. However, if you look at the profit, Apple does make a decent amount more profit than Samsung which obviously is like you said is because of Samsung has a huge price range where they're selling phones quite cheap as well mm-hmm. um, but would you say that kind of lack of quality that Samsung has 
is one of the reasons why iPhone is basically better um, because they maintain their quality throughout all their products. Yeah, I think that's one of the key reasons, actually, because if you look at what Samsung have done this year, they've got a, a phone at a grand, um, mm-hmm. and that's got a plastic back. Now, fair enough, plastic has its advantages, like it won't shatter, it's cheaper to repair, but in like in terms of for a grand, if you're paying that much money, you want something that's luxurious, that's you know pleasing to both the eye and to like when you hold it. And that's where Apple comes into its own, because all of its phones are made of glass. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're glass and either aluminum, aluminium, sorry, or stainless steel sandwiches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Samsung, obviously, they've got their cheaper phones that are about 100 to about 400 pounds. Those are fair enough. They're plastic. They have headphone jacks um, for those people who need them. And that's good. They have, um, like, that is good enough. For some people, but for those who want a lot more luxurious experience, um, they don't necessarily want to pay the £1,400 for the top-end Samsung phone because it has glass or something like that. Mm-hmm. No, you've got a good point there. But in, in terms of the... So, you know, you spoke about headphone jacks. Now, obviously, you know, that was a huge controversy yeah. <laughs> when Apple got rid of headphone jacks. And only recently I worked out... Because I, I, I've never owned a MacBook... Uh, very recently I changed to an iPhone from an Android Mm. and I didn't know that MacBooks one I think the recent ones don't have USB ports and neither do they have the HDMI cable ports so obviously from an Android user's perspective you've already got two three basic physical features that Apple's not providing yeah that is true um I think with the headphone jack in particular, Apple made like a strategic decision. It was more like, if we get rid of it, will we sell more AirPods? Because they released their first generation of AirPods yeah. alongside exactly, yeah. getting rid of the um, headphone jack. So I think that was more of a profit type of thing. So we'll get rid of the pro- we we'll get rid of something and sell you the problem. Mm-hmm. In terms of the Mac, though, I think the idea behind that is essentially. So I think. The HDMI port is gone on a lap, uh, on a lot of um, newer, like thinner Ultrabooks. And yeah, I think I don't think it's just Max, is it? I think yeah, it is exactly. even on a lot of the newer ones. Yeah. On the latest, like um, Microsoft laptops, the Microsoft Surface um, Surface laptop, they haven't had a HDMI port for uh, about four or five years now. And I think the main reason is because it allows the Mac or the laptop to be much, much thinner and lighter as a result. Mm -hmm. And also, if you get rid of stuff like the HDMI port, it gives more room on the internals for a battery. So Mm -hmm. there you get the larger batteries. um, And so it can last longer. And often lots of people don't use HDMI ports nowadays. They're just kind of an added extra that you kind of don't use that much. So, yeah, slowly they are kind of going out of fashion, especially with all Bluetooth and stuff coming in as well. Exactly. Um, so they're phasing out. Um, but the good thing is Macs use, at least nowadays, they use USB-C. And USB-C yeah. is like the future of cables, I think, because you've mm-hmm. got the faster data transfer. A hundred percent, yeah. Exactly. Which is part but of the one reason... Of the things... 
Sorry, what were you saying? I was just saying that's part of the reason I was slightly annoyed at Apple for not having a USB-C yeah. charging that's, port. That's what I was just about to say, that <laughs> I was looking so forward for the USB-C charging port. And not only that, but they didn't even give a charging block yeah. with the with the iPhone. So I, I, I understand, obviously, Apple Apple's a business. They're not here to, you know... Well, obviously they're here to please their consumers but they're also trying to make money out of you as well mm-hmm. but Apple's done a lot of you know cutthroat tech like techniques for example one you know this charging block now they're not even giving headphones with the new um, the new iPhones and a lot of the accessories are very overpriced so could you not say ethically speaking um, in terms of business ethics that it's kind of the wrong way to to make an approach because they're just basically leeching money off their consumers i think you might be right ethically speaking apple might not be doing the right thing but then when you think of it like this um so i mean samsung next year they're not gonna give any charging blocks and i'm mm-hmm. not sure about headphones but oh really i don't yeah, know that. so and the thing is that apple make the massive you know out of the ordinary changes but then mm-hmm. if the other brands go ahead and copy them, then it kind of reduces the ethical impact, if you get what I mean, because then everyone's faced yeah, yeah. with the same problem when they get a new phone. Yeah, I know what you mean. I see what you mean, yeah. And I feel... Sorry, carry on. Uh, I was going to say, to be fair, like, I mean, I was an Android user before and I don't have a set of wired um, earphones, but a lot of people mm. who have had the iPhone 7, 8... X or XS or 11 already have a pair of USB earphones and therefore you can kind of see where Apple's coming with the environmental impacts. That's part of the reason they got rid of the charging brick as well, actually. But the thing is, inside the box um, of the actual iPhone 12, they only gave us a USB-C to lightning port cable. Yeah, that that was was a big issue. Yeah, that's what hit home, to be honest. Because then, obviously, you have to buy the specific charging block. But in my case, luckily, I just stole my sister's iPad charger. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And in terms of... Uh, okay, so, like you said, they claim... Well, they claim, and I'm pretty sure that's why they did it. Um, they made the box smaller, reduced its content mm-hmm. um, for environmental reasons. Um, but I do understand kind of apart from the whole making profit off their consumers thing i what i see is i feel like apple are much bigger forward thinkers i feel like to some extent they're too forward thinking for our generation for example they got rid of you know the headphone jack they got rid of the usb port the hdmi cables because eventually 100 percent, those things were going anyway Mm -hmm. but Apple's the one that's constantly initiating these things and therefore they're constantly under the limelight um, when these things happen. For example, look, the headphone jack thing, everyone's over it now. Yeah. So many people have AirPods. Like, it's ridiculous. So it worked. Mm-hmm. And now people have forgotten about the whole, oh, Apple got rid of the headphone jack thing. And I think eventually people forget about the whole Apple got rid of USB ports or HDMI ports as well. But it's just, they get put under that negative limelight because they're the first ones to make the change basically if you know what i mean yeah it's almost as if like apple go under a saying of um no publicity is bad publicity yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah and also i think it also is important because apple only have one keynote event obviously this year being the key exception but usually 
They have one keynote event in September or October, and then that's it for the whole year. Whereas mm-hmm. Samsung have one in February, then they sometimes have an extra one in March for their laptops, then they have one in October to compete with Apple. So yeah. that's how Samsung gets around the publicity issue. Yeah, you could say like Samsung's having to try much harder, I guess, Yeah. Um, than Apple. But so if we go back to phones, um, personally, I just like you changed from an Android to Apple mm-hmm. and it was yeah the difference is massive most people most people that know me will know that the camera I was using was basically like a potato my fridge not my fridge but I know people have cameras on their fridge that were a higher quality than the camera that was on my phone mm-hmm. now when I looked at the specs at that time so I had a Sony Xperia XA1 Ultra yeah. Now that's like it's it's a it's like a subpar Android, and obviously you you get much better Androids than that, like the new Samsungs. But when you look at so when you when you go to specs, you'll see that okay, a certain Samsung or a certain Sony, actually usually in the case of Sony phones, they will have better megapixels than the iPhone cameras. So mm-hmm. I thought okay, then obviously the Sony camera is better. But what I didn't realize was there's a lot of factors at play. One of them is this that the difference between Android camera and iPhone camera is the basically ease of use. Um, And what I mean by that is that iPhone, the camera itself kind of automatically puts in a load of, um, like just automates everything. It'll automate the color scheme, the brightness, etc. And it'll give like a much clearer picture as a result. Even though it might be lacking in uh, megapixels, I feel like you have to be a very... a decently professional photographer to use an Android camera because you have to change everything manually, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. I think that's, um, I mean, you had a Sony. I think that's really a key thing about older generations of Android. I think Samsung now um, are making it much easier for the user to take photos, which are of pretty good quality, Mm -hmm. almost comparable to DSLR cameras. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think the key, key exception to this kind of rule has been Google. Um, Google have always used the kind of simple is best um, strategy where they've only had pretty much the same camera for their phone since the Pixel 2. Um, Really? When did the Pixel 2 come out? I don't know the exact date. I think it's about five or six years ago. Um, Actually, I might be blagging there. (laughs) Um, Okay, so it it was four years ago, coming around to four years ago now. Okay. And they still have the same camera quality on the newer phones. So it's not about the quality anymore. I think it's more about the hardware. So they've always oh, right, had the okay. 12 megapixel uh, single lens kind of strategy. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like Apple, to be fair. Like they've had their 12 megapixel round since the iPhone 12. Uh, sorry, the iPhone 6, to be honest. Yeah. And Pixel, rather than changing the hardware like many other Android um, companies like Xiaomi, Samsung, they've been doing what Pixel have been doing is just improving their software. And that mm-hmm. is actually very, very useful because Pixel cameras were once, uh, Pixel cameras and software were once like the best photos you could get out there from a mobile phone. And they're still pretty good despite their aged old hardware. Yeah. Um, and in a way, Apple are doing the same thing, they're improving their software. Um, while keeping the actual hardware upgrades to a minimum 
just so they get that perfect blend of hardware software to mm. make it just look amazing. Yeah. No, I think you're you're very right. Yeah, in terms of um, in terms of hardware, definitely. But also, I think there's another factor at play is Apple's um, deals in the background with apps. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by this is, um, I heard Apple kind of formed a deal with Snapchat, for example, where their camera quality is much better than Android's. Because I think one of the things is, I don't think they have it anymore, but previously only Apple had infinite zoom. And yeah. one other thing I realized with my Android um, was that, so if I use my normal camera, the quality would be all right. But as soon as I changed to Instagram or Snapchat and used the camera off there, the quality depreciated so much. Like the quality difference was huge. Yeah, you're um, right. I feel... And I've, someone's told me this before, I should have checked it beforehand, but I think Apple has formed some form of deal with Snapchat and Instagram and other social medias just so that they can get a better quality of their camera while users are using the app. And um, yeah, it's just basically another one of their techniques to overtake Android. I'm not sure it was a deal of such. I think it's just because it's easier for developers. Because if you think about it, Apple only make... I mean, this year is, an, again, an exception where they made five phones, but usually they make about three phones a year. Now, yeah. as a developer, it's very, very easy to tweak your app to specifically run on each of these phones as optimally as possible. Whereas yeah, with true. Android, you've got hundreds and hundreds of phones. I mean, Samsung alone this year probably pumped out eight or nine phones. And mm, that's, that's just one year. Actually. And you've got like three or four years worth of support for Android phones. And that imagine the burden for a developer so they kind mm -hmm. of have to make a general code just so it fits all oh, of them. to fit all the phones yeah exactly. that's a very good point actually i never took that into account and plus a lot of the apps do tend to come onto iphone first as well yeah um and i think it's not just i like apps but also like external accessories i think mm -hmm. the cases come out faster um, and there's like extra lenses that you can put on top of your camera that um, that comes out uh, on iPhone faster as well, or sometimes only applicable for iPhones. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. And I, I th and the last thing I wanted to kind of say was, th it's just there's something about the feel of iPhone. You it could potentially be psychological because they have such a good marketing technique that they've made the world think that Android is worse than Apple just through memes. Mm -hmm. which 100% is a marketing technique but there's just something about holding an iPhone and holding an Android and just the f the touch features there's a big difference with that as well um and the phone is just so slick like I'm just looking at my phone right now yeah uh and I'm thinking about how when I hold an Android it just felt like a potato in my hand but this this feels like this feels like a good piece of hardware you know what I mean yeah and I don't I don't know if that's purely psychological or if it actually is that they are making much higher quality phones i don't know if it's much higher quality i mean i came from a samsung galaxy s8 and that was more or mm. less top of the range back back when i bought it 2017 yeah um and that was a really nice looking phone like i saw it first in a duty-free store and i showed it to my dad and it was like you know it looks very very impressive at least compared yeah. to the current iphone models back in 2017 mm -hmm. whatever they were before the iphone x mind you um but I think the key thing is iPhones look and feel more durable because they're just heavier and not heavy yeah. by like 
a lot, but they're just heavy enough to make you feel that they're they have a, a certain amount of durability and quality about mm-hmm. them. Um, and also, I guess it's their marketing as well, their strategies that um, of that. But I think the gap is closing. Like Samsung's latest foldable phone, the uh, Galaxy Z Fold Two. I don't know yeah. if you've held it, but mm-hmm. that feels incredibly well polished. Um, Does it? Okay. And it's really, really like good to f- touch. It's got glass on the back. It's, it's got. I mean, it's a folding device, <laughs> so that's really, yeah. really impressive as well. But iPhones have always had this certain, um, like durability and luxurious feel about them, uh, ever since they were first launched. To be honest. And you know, one of the things that um, I read recently was, you know, when you open the box for an iPhone, mm-hmm. apparently the way it opens is supposed to match, because you know how it opens slowly, but then increases yeah. as you're opening the box. Apparently that's supposed to match um, the person's heartbeat as they're trying to open the phone, because you know it's increasing, because yeah, oh. there's, there's that anticipation of the phone, but yeah, that's just something I read. But... Um, Okay, so unless have you got anything else to say, Ryan, before I kind of wrap it up? Um, no, not really. I mean, we could right. go into a bit of detail about like the chipsets, so like the speed. Yeah, we like, could. We've kind of just want, talked yeah, about the the outside, but maybe a little bit about mm-hmm. what goes on inside. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. So, in terms of um, internal kind of hardware, what would you say are the major differences between? Because I honestly have not much of an idea. So, what would you say are the main differences between an Apple and an Android? I think the main thing is Apple's chip, which is the A14 currently. Um, mm-hmm. So Samsung's and other top-end Android phones use the Snapdragon 865 or 865 Plus. And, okay, so both phones are 5G. That's pretty mm-hmm. standard 2020 now. But the thing is that Apple have developed their own chip, and that means that all of their stuff, so their CPU, their GPU and their RAM is all integrated into one chip. And therefore, their power consumption is much lower than that of the Snapdragon phones. Because, uh, for example, Samsung's phones, um, they have Snapdragon chips, but they have different RAM, different GPU. And that means that because of these different parts, they all have their own power consumption issues. Uh, and it, mm. the efficiency drops because they're all di- in different places along the circuit board. Whereas oh, Apple's right. Whereas A14 Bionic they, chip um, is literally they bring just it all into a one, chip. basically. Exactly. Everything oh, okay. in one wow. place. Uh, but then how have they managed that, though, in terms of space? Um, I don't know. I think it's partly there's like uh, in DT, we did Moore's Law. Uh, oh, basically, yeah. The the miniaturization of, of transistors transistors so, yeah exactly. halving every year or something yeah it? so that's part okay. of the reason but i think they just have very good engineers <laughs> and very mm-hmm. good like s- programmers scientists and everyone just working together to make the a14 chips uh, better and better every year mm-hmm. and now they've okay. done that with max so now all the max are improving their battery lives are getting impressively better and better their like their benchmark scores are at the moment above Intel's by quite a bit. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, um okay. I think 
Yeah, they're they're quite a bit better. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Fair enough. Um, okay, so this uh, and is there any other kind of internal features you'd say that stand out? Um, to be honest, the battery. I suppose you could talk a little bit about that. Um, I mean, one Apple's... thing actually, I did want to mention about the battery is the new iPhone. Mm-hmm. It charges quite fast. Yeah, it does. Um, obviously, it depends on the power brick you use. So I use an uh, iPad power brick. That's a ten watt charging brick. Um, and that charges fairly fairly fast for me. Um, but the older generation power bricks, so the five watt ones, it is very slow. However, in terms of charging speed, Apple are quite a bit behind. Um, because, yeah, so maximum. So the maximum um, like charging brick that you can use on an iPhone is a 15 watt charger. Or actually, is it a 30 watt charger? I'm not. I can't remember now. Um, it's a 20 watt charger. Sorry, my bad. So Apple sell you the 20 watt charger for their iPhone. So that's the maximum. However, for Samsungs, it can vary. I mean, it comes out of the box with a 25-watt charger for some of their phones, like the Note 20 Ultra. And then if we're not talking about Samsung, there's other Android um, devices and brands, so Xiaomi. They have a phone that can charge with 65 watts, and they have 65 watts? Wow. So that must be rapid then in terms of, like, getting it charged within an hour, right? Yeah, it is ridiculously fast. Like, I think it does 0 to 80 in about half an hour. Uh, 0% to 80% in half an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, Xiaomi have also got the Mi 10 Ultra, which is another phone. But that is, I mean, tech YouTubers call it the 120 phone. Because it's got a 120 hertz refresh rate. And it's got a 128 watt charger as well. Wow, okay. And that is super fast. Why didn't um, Apple introduce something like that into their... I think one is of it, the is, main... It, go on, is go there on. an issue with battery leakage as well? Yeah, I think part of the reason is because if you think about it, charging um, a battery too fast and too quick, uh, too fast essentially means that you're producing a lot of heat um, mm. and that makes the battery degrade faster. So I think that's part of the reason why Apple doesn't make, you know, these 65 watt chargers until they've, that's the thing about Apple though, until they've perfected the tech completely and they're 100% sure people are going to like like it or talk about it, then only are they going to put it into mass production and reveal it to the public. That's why I think Apple haven't released a foldable phone yet because they're not entirely sure of a foldable glass technology. And they're not entirely sure how it's going to all fit into play with their current iPhone range. Because obviously they don't want to make it like three grand to buy one. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Because they've already made it a grand, so... Yeah, exactly, um, yeah. yeah. Um, Samsung's old, so its original flagship uh, foldable was about two grand. Now the price has come down a bit, but it's still fairly expensive. Um, and not really accessible to everyone. And I think Apple is trying to... Obviously, it's going to be a luxury item. Uh, mm-hmm. If you can imagine a luxury Apple item. <laughs> yeah. But it's 
they want it to be accessible to more people. So obviously they want to make more profit. That's part of the reason why. But they have this kind of agenda about them where they want to make everything as polished as it can be before releasing yeah. it. Yeah, and I think that's that's one of the major differences is that they're not creating a big range like Samsung does, for example, between a hundred pound phone and nine hundred pound phone. They're creating one range with premium quality, mm-hmm. and um, that's why they have a higher perception, a higher a higher reputation. Sorry, um, for themselves. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're right. Um, anyway, so we're coming up to half an hour yeah, now. Right. That's that's gone fast. Yeah. It always goes fast. The podcast always we we end up doing like an hour for like the original podcast it ends up being like two hours, and it feels like ten minutes. But Ryan, you've you've surprised me a hundred percent. You've surprised me with how much knowledge you have on this topic. I've always um, loved tech, so. Uh, yeah, I can t- I can tell, and I'd be more than happy, obviously, for you to come on again, um, to talk about maybe a different product or a different topic around technology, even. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know much. there will be there will be a lot of Android users listening right now, livid with their arguments. But here's yeah. what it is. Sorry if, about that, guys. <laughs> yeah, if 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 you've got anything to say, it was Rayan. I'm just I'm just here interviewing him, basically. Uh, um, you know. I'm standing as a neutral bystander. But I'm just um, spitting the thanks facts. again, Ryan, for coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, thanks again, Ryan, for coming on. Uh, do you want to plug any of your socials or anything like that before we leave? Uh, yeah, go on. Add me up on Insta at Rayabcam. That's R A Y I B K A M. All right. Add him up on Insta at Rayabcam. Um, Thank you for everyone listening. I've forgotten my outro. I used to have a thing that I said. Oh, yeah. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, share, or don't. We honestly don't really care. All right. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>